Blog Talk Radio. Tonight is November 10th, 2014, and it is always a pleasure to be able to broadcast and come to you live, and of course, we want to just make sure that everyone is connected with us, so if you're listening in on your computer, feel free to follow us right online at blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. You also can call into our studio number, which is excuse me, 347-826. Seven five two zero, and this is another great opportunity to bring to you Tea Time, which is the acronym for the Entrepreneurial Academy. And this has been a really awesome series for us here on Loudmouth Radio. And tonight, your host, as always, Sunny, coming to you live. And I'm sure we'll have maybe Jazzy peeping in here and there um, as we're talking live tonight. Are you with us tonight, Jazz? I'm with you. Hi, everyone. Good evening. 
you know, as always, we just want to make sure that we keep our listeners in tune with what's going on. So if you're on Facebook, connect with us at Loudmouth Radio, like our page. If you're on Instagram, we're at Loudmouth. And we're also at Twitter on um, at Loudmouth Radio as well as at Loudmouth. And tonight we have a fantastic opportunity to bring a very, very important topic uh, to our listening audience. And um, until we get to that point of bringing that on, I think, Jazz, it would be great if we could just recap some of the things that we've done um, over the last week and a half on Loudmouth Radio um, in our involvement as a media outlet um, with some things that's been happening. What do you say? Oh, my God, that's what I say. You know what? When we take a break, and, you know, when we take breaks, we don't take breaks and do absolutely nothing. We're always taking breaks to revamp, re um, commit to our listeners and co- recommit to the radio station and network as a whole. But when we come back in, we always come back in strong and fast and furious. Um, I think that movie yeah. should have been made after us, really. But this last know, right? week, we have had the opportunity to work with um, the electoral vote and the election of mid-election, which a lot of people did not go out to mm. We're not going to talk about them. We're going to talk about all of the ones that did, and we were so proud and so fortunate to work with the Friends of Clayton Transit um, coalition. on the <laughs> coalition. I always get stuck there. But um, we work with them on the Say Yes to MARTA and bringing jobs and bringing transit into the communities, into the county of Clayton County. So we're real proud of that, and we did get a yes on that referendum and as well, we've been working with numerous new clients and some some clients that have worked with us and media partners that have worked with us over the last couple of years. And we're so proud to be able to work with Pete today, um, restaurant out in Stockbridge, and they're going to be doing some awesome things this week, Veterans Day Vets and Teens that I happen yes. to be a part of tomorrow. We're going to have our veterans honored and saluted along with um, partnering up and bridging the gap between the teenagers and the veterans and connecting them together so that they are able to be, you know, in a better position to know how to speak to our veterans who have served and had some really serious and successful and some not so successful missions. Mm-hmm. But um, And then our teens who deal with some things that are really going on in, in our world today that is not always the most positive, but bridging those two gaps together to make a positive, sometimes out of a very tough situation. So we're real proud of that. They're going to be coming in starting at 5 o'clock tomorrow at Pizza Day and stop bridging. You'll hear all of our announcements about that early, and then we're going to have spoken word, I think it's on Thursday at Pizza Day. Yeah, that's going to be fantastic, right? So, So a lot of stuff going on with that, and just you know, building and rebuilding. And we're just excited about all of the people who have really supported us and allowed us to come in and help them to elevate their businesses as well as continue to refine and redefine our business. So a lot of things going on, but we're really excited about tonight's show. I am, you know, it's near and dear to my heart because it's something that I have um, spoke on and lived with um, both personally and my family and people that I know and people that I've worked with in the last couple of years on this issue tonight. So I'm really excited about the show, and I'm definitely excited about the success story 
that you're going to hear and stories of those. I'm sure they're going to call in and speak with our guests tonight. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, thank you, Jazzy. And I just want to um, just add furthermore to um, this week with uh, Pizza Day. They're having their community week um, from the 11th all the way up to the 15th. And, and you know, they're a newer business in the Henry County area, but their food is fantastic. And um, we're going to hear some information about them as well. But uh, they're also one of our media partners, so we want to make sure that you visit them online at itsapizzaday.com. Um, they're one of our sponsors and partners tonight for this awesome broadcast for the Entrepreneurial Academy, as known as Tea Time. So, uh, Jazzy, I know that this is going to be a compelling show um, because, you know, um, as a media host, you know, a lot of times we talk about a lot of things that's going on in the in the community, um, but sometimes things are personally um, a part of what we may deal with, and, and as Jazzy said, these are some of the things, some elements that you know we'll speak on tonight. Um, that definitely, um, I'm sure Jazzy and uh, our guest tonight, Miss Carolyn McKenzie, who's waiting in queue, we're going to bring her on in just a second. Um, speaking in regards to her nonprofit organization, which is Mental Health in African American in the African American community, um, and uh, she's also. Um, in the Henry County area, her her organization is based out of Starbridge. Um, she's a graduate of the University of West Georgia, where she earned a bachelor's uh, degree in business administration. She's also had the ability to be a program ev- evaluation specialist with the Fulton County Department of Health Services. She has also started um, and is the president of Business Smarts LLC, which is business consulting firms for startups, nonprofits, and small businesses. And she has also done some wonderful things with uh, youth called found, as the founder of Soccer in the Streets. Um, but her nonprofit organization is, is primarily um, a nonprofit grassroots program with mental health in the African-American community, has provided many people in the, in the area and abroad uh, with some assistance with mental and behavioral health education, awareness, support, and referral services so that individuals and their families can get resources that's very much needed, as well as the professionals uh, bringing those connections together of those professionals that's able to serve them. So I want to go ahead and um, definitely bring on Ms. Carolyn McKenzie. You're live with us on Live My Radio. Welcome. Hi there, Sonny. How are you? And Jazzy. Hi. Thank you. Hi. How are you, darling? (laughs) Doing wonderful. Excited to have you on this evening. Oh, so much, and. Believe it or not, we are um, here at the corporate headquarters. Every Monday night we have an open discussion called Let's Talk About It, which is gives an opportunity for people who have been diagnosed with mental illness or loved ones who are taking care of family members with mental illness, people who think they may have a mental illness, or people who just want to come out, find out more about mental illness in the African-American community. And we're in the midst of the discussion as I'm in my office right now. I had to close the door so because we have a mental health professional out there facilitating. Um, but we do this every Monday night, and we're located at 125 Eagles Landing Parkway, Suite 121B. It's on the corner of Eagles Landing Parkway and Highway 42. It's a red office building, brick office building behind Chevron. Um, we have a number of programs that we are going to be rolling out into in 2015. We will have our second annual mental health fair, which is going to be in May. We have added a walk onto it. So from wow. 8 until 
10, we'll walk, and then at 10 o'clock, we'll have mental health screenings. We'll have vendors giving out information about um, mental health services and the different types of resources. Then we'll have mental health educational sessions. We have lots of music and lots of food. So it's going to be a full day. We are in the process of selecting the venue and scheduling the date. So that information awesome. should be available before Christmas on our website. And we got a lot going on. We are committed to this. And, Sonny, you know why I'm doing this. I'm not sure if you want me to share my story as to how I got into this field. Absolutely. That is the reason Let me why tell we you, this here. Is, you have this to. This is tea time. This is your show, and we want people to know just exactly why it's so important, number one. You know, like I started the, the my conversation off and said this is near and dear to me. It's so important that people understand the stigmas behind mental illness and how a lot of times in the African community, African-American community, we do not reach out to get help because of those stigmas. And a lot of times it ends up being tragedies. Um, right. That sometimes most, a lot of us and a lot of people we know they're not here today to tell those stories. So we want you most definitely to tell your story and why it's so important you doing what you do with your company. Okay. Well, uh, June 14, 2011, one of the greatest loves of my life, my niece who I raised as a daughter from birth had a psychotic break. I never saw it coming in that, you know, in that it was so severe. I never saw the severity of it. I knew she was having a mental meltdown, and which is why I told her husband to bring it to me, and he did. For four days of being here after resting, I was in the shower getting, I was getting dressed one morning, and I was in the shower, and she opened up the shower door. She was standing there with the largest butcher knife from my kitchen. So she said, I'm going to kill you and kill myself. So before she, before I could process that thought, that thought, the first stab was to the left side of my head. Now, mind you, my niece mm. is sweet, very humble, very active in her church, drop-dead gorgeous, intelligent, very successful businesswoman, brand-new house that she built from scratch, a Lexus. I mean, she was doing so well in her business. She had a son. She was raising her nephew. She had a loving husband. She had it going on. So I never saw this coming. Mm-hmm. And there was a major struggle and almost died, and then she killed herself. So when I was in the hospital recuperating, recovering, I made a decision mm-hmm. to keep her in my life because I love her too much to let her go. So I created mental health in the African-American community. And professionally, I'm trained to design programs, implement programs, evaluate programs, all kinds of programs, from sports programs to health programs, youth development, you name it, I can design a program, grassroots, and take it from the beginning of a concept to the actual program and then measure the outcome. Uh I can also break funds, and I do public relations. So I pulled together and formed mental health in the African-American community, and here we are three years later, and we have a corporate headquarters. We're a national program now. We're in Jacksonville, Florida. Next year we'll be in five more states, and by 2020, we'll be in every major city in the U.S. and in rural communities awesome. as well. Mm. Awesome. That is so, your story, and you know what's so um, incredible is you've told this story so many times, and, you know, you've shared it, and each time you share it, you still have um, the passion and the heart 
behind such a tragedy, but you have such mm-hmm. direction and you have such vision as to say, you know what, I'm going to take the worst of the worst lemons <laughs> and make the best lemonade. And out of that, you have helped so many people. And I'll be the first to tell a testimony and say, you know, even in my own breakdown this last past summer, um, and I was in a very low place, you, my wife, reached out to you, and it's just, you know how they say things just don't happen by chance. You met through another business that you have, and I'll let you speak on that, but you guys just began to, to form a relationship and conversation. The conversation went to who you are, what you do, um, and then she began to share her need of support in my own breakdown. And through Mm -hmm. that and through the organization, I was able to get a wonderful referral and support system from your organization to finding a wonderful therapist who, you know, sat down, listened to me, heard me, and didn't just brush me off and allow me to get my bearings and get back on my feet from some very overwhelming things that took place and I was not able to really mentally handle it all. It became this this huge amount of water in a tiny, tiny cup, and I just felt like I was drowning. And so what you do and how you have handled your um, life's journey, and you're still still on that road, but how you're handling and how you're giving it to the public, I'm a living witness, fortunately. I'm a living witness of the support of your organization. So thank you. Thank you for reminding me because I completely forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Thank you so much because this is what keeps me going. And yes. now because of the radio, of uh, the support that we're getting from all types of radio, and thank you so much, Sonny and Jazzy, for having me on tonight. But I pray that someone hears this and reaches out to us so we can help them. We're yes. on mainstream radio, too, all of the Radio stations are running my public service announcements, and they're inviting me to come on for talk shows. And and tonight, most of the people in the room came from a radio, from hearing us on the radio. So radio is always I appreciate you guys allowing me to come on. Let me say this too, Ms. Carolyn. Let me interrupt you real quick because of the fact that I want people to be able to have an opportunity to hear you. Um, If you're listening right now through your computer, if you want to talk or you want to chime into the actual show, our studio line number is 347-826-7520. Feel free to call in. It's 347-826-7520. You also can listen to us online live at blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio with two Ds. So go ahead and continue, Ms. Carolyn. We're all ears. Yeah, well, I tell you, this has been an amazing journey for me, um, and it's a lifetime journey. We are so excited about 2015. We are positioning ourselves to raise the money that we need to implement all of these programs. And I don't want to go over all of the programs because I am still in the midst of the Let's Talk About It open discussion, and I hear them out there clapping, so I probably need to go in a little bit. But I do want to say that our website is www.mhiaac.org. That's org. There's a wealth of information on our website. We're also on Facebook. 
I'm I'm from an, another generation, so I don't know all this information. But if you go to our website, I remember that address, mhiaac.org. If you go to the website, then you'll see our Facebook link and these other things. But we are going to raise the money that we need to implement all of the programs that we have. Yeah, we we are going to raise the money and implement all of the programs, these grassroots programs. Um, but we are so excited about being on the show tonight. And, um, Sonny, what I would like to do, if I could call back in in five minutes, if you guys could keep it running, and I can call back in in five minutes, they're asking me to come out and close the meeting. Would that be okay? Of course, of course. We oh, have absolutely. so much to talk about on this subject that, you know, it could run a five-hour show. So yes. you go, so, but I will wrap call up, back in about we'll, five minutes. We got you. I'll, I'll call back in five minutes. Okay. Thank you so okay. much. Thank you. And so what we're going to do while Ms. Carolyn is stepping off, we're going to actually play her um, public service announcement so that you actually can hear um, some of the important aspects of what her organization actually does do um, in the elements. Um, and, and we will also uh, elaborate in regards to those things as well. But we'll cut a commercial um, and and come back, and I'm sure that there's uh, plenty to talk about, Jazzy. I think that this show has already started off on a strong foot, and it's such an important topic um, that needs to be addressed. Yes, so I'm I'm really glad about this episode tonight. So let's actually uh, hear a little bit about Ms. Carolyn's uh, PSA that's running actively on the radio airs as we speak. Hi, my name is Carolyn McKenzie. I'm founder and president of Mental Health in the African-American Community. Suicide claims about 40,000 lives every year in the United States. Traditionally, African-Americans have felt that suicide wasn't as much of a problem as it is in other communities. However, a pattern has emerged among African-Americans that could contradict reports of low suicide rates among blacks. Mental Health in the African-American Community is a national nonprofit organization based in Stockbridge, Georgia. I started this agency because my niece had a mental breakdown and stabbed me and killed herself. We are doing something. Every Monday night, we have an open discussion called Let's Talk About It. Please come check us out at 125 Eagles Landing Parkway, Suite 121B in Stockbridge, Georgia. For more information, call 770-873-4496. That's 770-873-4496. Or visit our website, mhiaac.org, mhiaac.org. Awesome. I want to let you know we will play that again um, before this segment comes to a close. Mm -hmm. And um, it's so important, like, uh, you know, what what you said, Jazz, I had an opportunity. Matter of fact, um, Ms. Carolyn has multitudes of things uh, that she utilizes to funnel opportunities to reach the community. And um, Mm -hmm. some months back, I actually um, I saw her. She has she has a. a consignment thrift uh, store element that she uses to also provide support um, in the community. Uh, thrifty shopper is uh-huh. uh, thrifty shopper is what it's called. And um, I saw her, you know, getting prepped and getting set up to open up. And so we had some things that I wanted to, um, you know, just really go ahead and share, you know, and pass on to somebody, which is something we, we commonly do quite a bit. You know, most times, uh-huh. you know, Jazzy uh-huh. and I will ride downtown and go to the shelter on Pine, is it Pine Street? Pine mm-hmm. Street. Downtown. 
And, you know, especially this time of year, the weather's starting to get really aggressive. So it's nothing for us to really go through our closet and pull things out. And we have people that sometimes I know that, hey, we got some things, come over here and get it, you know, give it out to whomever may need it. So um, this particular time I, I saw the information. And so I said, well, let me give this to somebody in the area, you know, because it's not, it's very rare that we see something um, that streamlines and also deals with mental health. So that piqued my interest when I came in and had an opportunity to talk with her and her, and her staff at the time that was actually, um, you know, she went on to tell me about her, you know, the mental health in the African-American community. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I said, my wife is actually um, a public speaker for uh, bipolar disorder, and she's done a, um, a documentary. She does a lot of public speaking in regards to the subject matter. And so we just started getting into this deeper conversation. So uh, we had an opportunity, yeah, to elaborate on – um, you know, just some of the services, the things that she does. And then she went on to share with me. She took me on the tour of everything. And then she uh, actually got the opportunity to see our offices. And uh, she showed me a picture, a beautiful picture of her niece that she talks about. And went on to tell me the story of how her niece had the psychotic break. And I, when I tell you, my mouth just completely hit the floor. And, yeah, it's um, you know, it's yes, sad, yes. but amazing. Um, yeah, things that come um, out of it. Yeah, but continue. Absolutely. So she, I mean, she really summarized it for us on air tonight. But when I tell you somebody to 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 live through something like that, um, most people don't come back from that. <laughs> Even more so, come back from that and then have the strength to say, you know, this is serious and this is something that we need to really approach and deal with and, and bring to the forefront. And it's unfortunately, mental health is a global issue is a global situation not just a global issue but it's a global circumstance but it becomes an issue because of the stigmas that fall behind it why most importantly the african-american community yes Mm -hmm. the african-american community most definitely uh we're so shy to um and taboo to to admitting to, to family or friends or even within our own intimate relationships that that there's something more um, beyond the elements of what would be considered, quote, unquote, a normality. Um, right. You know, but one of the things that I've learned that, you know, we're all people. People are not machines. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, the way we deal with stress, the way we deal with things, um, the things that we're eating, putting in our bodies, the elements that we're dealing with from, you know, from, uh, you know, a social level, from our business level, you're hearing more so uh, work. You're hearing more so a lot of people at work going and shooting and killing people that they work with and you right. know, people on the right. military bases. You're hearing about youth in the schools that just, you know, snap and come back. And, you know, this is not something that just happens. Just, you know, there's normally there's a buildup of things that happens right. emotionally or there could be something that could happen so detrimental um, that it could bring a shock, you know, to the human psyche. So what we got to right. realize those people, yeah, those triggers. And it is important for us to understand and know, you know, about our tempers and how we deal with things, um, you know, to learn how to better um, express our, our emotions. Because a lot of times, you know, as a young person, I used to suppress a lot of things. And, um, you know, and as I got older, I wanted to, to become more verbal in regards to how things made me feel and how people made me feel. And, you know, it's amazing how um, we don't realize the connected dots, Jazzy, that things mm-hmm. that take place in our lives correlate to the way that we, you know, our mental health. 
And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is that we get to the point where we don't think our mind needs just as much healthy exercise as our bodies. But when we look, but when we look at ourselves, you know, and I'm not saying this uh, to be um, demeaning, but you know, America has a huge uh, percentage of obesity. You know, it's it's a huge issue in our country. I've had the opportunity and the and the luxury in my lifetime to have lived in another country. And you see different cultures and you see different things that take place in other areas. And then when you look back at, you know, I'm going to be honest, I I lived in France, I lived in Sweden, and I can remember like one day just really reflecting the fact that I did not see anybody really obese in France. Like Mm -hmm. I I cannot really pinpoint, you know, um, that element. Well, they of, walk a uh, lot. They exercise yeah. a lot, and all of that affects you mentally. We don't realize yes. how much exercise yes. and eating healthy and breathing vitamin D completely yes. and and excess. I mean, um, meditation and sleep. Mm-hmm. All of those things yes. are going to help us to feel better and be better. But a lot of times, like you said previously, we get caught up with our work and we get caught up with school and we get caught up instead of mm-hmm. really just being still and allowing yes. ourselves to know thine self. So mm-hmm. the thing is this. And we don't know how to know, check out. We don't know how to check we out. We don't. It's, we don't know and, how to and stop. And you know what, Jazzy, when I was living in France, I remember one day I was sitting in my flat and I was so perplexed and I couldn't figure out what what was i felt i felt this 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 disenchantment like i didn't understand this this feeling i was having <laughs> excuse me and then eventually what ends up happening i have a few moments where i actually sat still and i started reflecting on the fact that, that you know what i'm feeling peace i'm not <laughs> racing anywhere i'm not running anywhere um there was not a, a rush the the sentiment in the area of the energy of the space nobody's in a rush mm-hmm. and i really realized as americans how much our lives are on a rat race constantly and i remember reflecting on how we don't have time for anything in that mm-hmm. i remember really reading malcolm x the autobiography of Malcolm X again. Now, everybody that's been in school has had to read it. Now, when I promised you in high school, if you would have asked me up until that point I went to Europe, if I remember Malcolm, reading Malcolm X, I would have totally told you no, even though it was required reading. Mm-hmm. When I read it again over there, it's like it really sunk in. I had an opportunity to really sit still and for whatever the reason, I don't know why I picked it up and read it while I was there, but it was a book I carried over with me. I mean, Malcolm X is not, you know, Alice Haley put it in. That book is like 500 pages. It's not a, a quick, easy read. <laughs> so, you know, um, but that just went to, it just, it just goes to show you just how much um, of opportunity of reflection that I had, you know, and, and it really made me step back and say, oh, my God, we're killing ourselves. You know, we just, exactly. we don't, we, we miss so much of life. We miss things that, um, you know, even, even in, I had friends, matter of fact, when I was in France, my friends I, I had really uh, become acquainted with was from Mexico. And, you know, if you, if you have anybody that is from um, a Latin community, you probably heard them term, use the terminology having a siesta. 
you know, mm-hmm. and they take a break, mm-hmm. honey. Now, they will work, yes. but when they take a break, they take a break. It's like and a two-hour. Exactly. Yes, they, they go the away. Best. And, you know, Jazz, I think that for us, um, we're, we're becoming more aware, um, you know, and for our listeners that may not have, you know, this may be your first time listening to our show. We don't uh, normally um, – have a, a personalized, engaged conversation, but because of the fact that Jazzy and I are media hosts on the network and we're also married, um, we 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 have such a heavy workspace around us a, a great majority of the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to remind each other that, you know what, let's kind of step away, step back. Let's take off the lid and take that hat off and let's be people, you know. Let's come off of the... <laughs> Off of those, you know, and that Jazzy, I'll admit, she'll have to pull my shirt tail sometimes. I'll be wrapped up in things, and, you know, you'll have the sense, you'll forget, you know, especially sometimes when you're, um, you know, an entrepreneur and working for yourself, you're self-employed, you know, it's not the same as when you go to a job and clock in and clock out, right, you know. Right, right. Uh, and you don't have to necessarily come back to something until the next day, um, you know, so it's a difference. So, and you for know, me, for Mm-hmm. For me, you know, and and you're sharing the story how I will have to pull your coattail. Well, for me, talking about mental illness, because for those of you that don't know, I do live with bipolar disorder every day. And, you know, for me, I will have those highs where I am working overtime. I'm doing 20000 because I believe that I can. And, I, and honestly, I can do 20000 However, I try to do 20000 all at once. And so what happens? And then it's overload. And then it's overload. So what happens is, I was about to say, with a person who has a mental challenge or mental illness or mental disorder, um, however you want to put it, overall what happens is, is that the brain cannot handle it all. There is a space, as I was saying, that you have to have a breathing time. You have to have a meditative space. You have to have sleep. And you have to eat proper. And see, what happens is you do all of this stuff. You forget to eat. You forget to sleep. You're not exercising, and you're just at it. You're just going at it. And then when when one small pin is not put in place or one chain is not put in the link, it breaks. It falls right. apart. It doesn't hold up. And so the whole entire world falls down in our minds or to us. So what may be very simple for someone else to deal with, oh, well, you know, I didn't get the contract, or, oh, you know, this didn't go the way that it was supposed to, or, oh, you know, I had an argument with my spouse or my best friend, or, you know, for the for the normalities, the normals, um, mm-hmm. that's okay. You know, you deal with it, it's a little pinch or it's a little hurt of pain. For those that deal with the mental side of that same scenario, the entire world has ended. And so it is a very, um, it can be a very scary place. It can be a very unsure and unstable place. So in those times, you either have to have an extremely strong support system, which most of us do not have. Most of us in the African-American community, in the Latino community, and in uh, those two primarily, but definitely in all other cultures, 
it is such a hard place because you do not have a support system because, for one, you don't know that you have an issue or a problem or a disorder or mental illness. And if you do, you're so afraid to share it with someone because they're going to talk about mm-hmm. you and you're going to hear the word that you dread the most. You're so, oh, that person's crazy. I told you they were crazy. You know, right. or they're not reliable, they're not trustworthy, they're, you know, they're liars, they say stuff that they don't do. All of those things that you know you're not in your core, but because mm-hmm. of this this beautiful mind, if you will, um, that goes in so many different directions, and although they're creative places, they're oftentimes not those best places when things happen and you have an overloading, you shut down and you break down. And so it's it's vital. It's vital exactly. to have programs. It's, it's vital to have um, support systems and people that you can go and let's talk like Ms. Carolyn was talking about the, the program that she's even having right now that she has on Mondays, um, that you're able to talk it out and you're able to talk it through with some people that either have the same type of things, almost like AA. Um, exactly. I'm here. I, I identify with what you're talking about, so I don't feel crazy. I don't feel, um, or I will put it like this, I do feel crazy, but my crazy is okay because we're in here crazy together. You know, so, okay. <laughs> um, but at the same time, I, I'm normal because other people are like me, so this is our normal. Um, and then at the same time, being able to have a good diagnosis from a very good therapist, from a very good doctor that works well with you and your personality, because they all don't, just because someone has a a doctor behind their name or in front of their name doesn't mean it's the one for you. So you may have to take a little time to figure out who it is that's best for you. And that may take a couple. And hopefully it takes just one. But for me, I've gone through four. And by the time I got the referral from Miss Carolyn, it was an amazing and a very welcome and warm um, referral because Dr. Berkeley worked beautifully with me and my personality. So it just takes a little and sometimes a lot of time to, to figure out the mental illness and mm-hmm. to figure out what to do and what not to do with you as an individual so you can be productive and you can feel whole and feel um, balanced. So I'm excited about having her. I'm telling you, this is, you know, this is my baby. This is great for me. So I I hear my producer in the background sneezing. (laughs) Yes, I'm trying my best. I took an allergy pill and it still is like, what's happening? Let's go to a commercial break and we'll be back to have this discussion talking about mental health here live on Loudmouth Radio. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. It takes great content and the right media branding mix to deliver a great service. Here at Loudmouth Radio Network, we intend on doing both and exceeding our own expectations. Advertising on LoudmouthRadio.com provides you a cost-effective vehicle to brand your business repeatedly, providing you packages that consistently announce your business without breaking the bank. Despite the traditional high price tag that traditional radio brings, it makes sense to become a media partner with Loudmouth Radio that provides you an already built-in multimedia campaign to push your brand out. Make sure you contact us today, and any of our specialists with Loudmouth Media Brand will be able to help you get out further. Contact us today at 706 706- 
303-389-3653-3895. And don't forget, visit us online at loudmouthradio.com. Are you ready for the best pizza, wings, subs, salads, desserts, and more? Stop by Pizza Day at 5248 North Henry Boulevard in Stockbridge, Georgia, open seven days a week. Contact us for your daily lunch and dinner specials. You can like us on Facebook at It's a Pizza Day. Also, make sure you visit our website at itsapizzaday.com and order online. Delivery is also available, and if you haven't heard, let them know that you heard this on Loudmouth Radio. Oh. Okay, we are back and we're live on Loudmouth Radio. And tonight we are so excited to have this conversation tonight with um, a partner that is really making some real, real impact of uh, moves in the community. And uh, if you have not had an opportunity, just tuning in. Uh, we want to make sure that you are aware that we are Loudmouth Radio is always broadcasting. Um, in your area, no matter where you are, because we are online, and our studio number itself is 347-826-7520. But if you are listening to this broadcast at this point, and you missed some part of the earlier part of this broadcast, it will be available for um, archives in your own podcast, right in your own vehicle on Stitch Radio. Um, you just uh, make sure you look up Loudmouth Radio Network on Stitcher and save us as one of your favorite channels. As well as we're also on TuneIn Radio. So the great thing about TuneIn Radio is available through um, your iPhone, your Android, your computer, your tablet. If you have your Roku, your uh, Apple TV, Chrome TV, whatever you're using to get online with and also to get your Internet television, you can actually also favorite us on TuneIn Radio on the Loudmouth Radio Network, and you'll find our archives and Jazzy, we're getting to a point where we're getting close to our hundreds episode. I know it. I'm so, so we excited. gotta really do something. Yes, yes. We, we might have to dig up some things. things. Yeah, yeah. So we're planning. We we've been brewing it. We've been brewing what we're gonna do for that one hundredth episode. I'm so excited about it. It's been a long, beautiful journey. Um, definitely. Absolutely. When we started out, we started out with a lot of. Uh, Bugs and quirks and perks and and things, but a lot of laughs, a lot of joy. I, I wish you could have seen. Actually, I don't wish you could have seen some of the bloopers behind the scenes. Oh, it just is not permittable for radio or TV. <laughs> okay, it's just like for real people. But um, it, we, it's yes. a good, good place. A good place to be. A great place to work. Great producer. And I'm not just saying that because I ended up marrying my producer. Um, but really, truly, she has been a instrumental um, key in online radio, and she's really brought forth an entertainment, an inspiring, and an empowering station and uh, format that we were able to follow. And it's just been a really good place to bring things like tea time, to bring things like um, a mental health conversation where we can talk about it very easily and candidly, whereas a lot of people won't even allow you to say, you know, I'm on another radio station. Um, so she's given us exactly. a format to allow other people to talk about other radios. That's a beautiful thing, and I really salute you, and I commend you on doing such a good, good job. So job well done. <laughs> 
Thank you, sweetie. I just want to say that, you know, um, when we started out with this, um, man, we, you know, we would have never um, anticipated um, just the wonderful things, the wonderful opportunities, the people, the places, the subject matters. We have touched in, in, in realms and areas that most of your, you know, your um, larger uh, radio networks may not touch. You know, um, I remember Jazzy was really thorough about, you know what, when those young girls in Africa, well, yeah, when those groups of girls in Africa was taken, she was like, we got to do a show on this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it was an uproar, and it just went silent, you know. That are um, still gone, by the way. And they're still gone, you know, and you're talking about hundreds of families. It, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hundreds of families. Um, you know, I, I think we just have become a little rebel with a cause. Um, you know, we have been so fortunate as a network to continue to grow um, in elements and ways, you know, to work on this campaign with MARTA. That was a historic moment um, to launch the marriage equality campaign, Made a Georgia Equality, um, that linked and led us to connect with Freedom to Marry, who has been awesome. They've had our picture on their website for months and had it at the forefront of a huge campaign to go up against the Supreme Court. Um, you know, to come across people like Sharon Letman Hicks with the National Black Justice Coalition and Eugene Cornelius with the U.S. Small Business Administration. I mean, we could just name tons and tons and tons of people. Joe Morton of, of Scandal being able to interview him. And, and yes. on this note, on the mental health issue note, to be able to interview Jono Oliver. Oliver, yes. Did the um, movie, if you have not seen the movie Home, and even when Miss Carolyn chimes back in or she's able to hear this podcast after the show, the movie Home, oh, my God, it reached far and wide. It took a minute, but it finally reached the um, NAMI, um, which fortunately a group that I was able to, to speak with on mental illness for the last uh, year was able to go and speak, but Home, the movie, was put in that format because it really talks about mental health issues, and it is done so well. It's not the frou-frou mental health issue movie some of um, these producers and writers put out. Yes. It's a very That's well right. done, very well done movie that talks about or or shows the everyday life of people living with mental illness, and it's it's just great. So, but nevertheless, we got an opportunity to interview he and the cast when this movie was out in the film festivals before they, okay. it had even hit mainstream, and so for it now to be recognized, it's just amazing. So we we just man, we've been blessed. We have yes, really we have. been tremendously blessed to be able to do some of the things that we have done in this format and um again a great job a great job i want to raise but it is a great job i know right <laughs> don't we all we are aiming and i feel we shall succeed we and, shall succeed um, yes and hopefully we'll get miss carolyn back on the lines pretty soon but you know what i'm gonna tell you that um mental health has become more of a forefront conversation Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, 
it's amazing that we've had people um, like Miss Carolyn, like Jonah Oliver, you know, from mm-hmm. a creative perspective to bring something that's so real um, to the community and um, and see um, the reactions of people really saying, um, you know, this is a real conversation that we need to mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say that, you know, um, I, I just continue to relish in opportunities such as this when we can have shows that are disimpactive, that we mm-hmm. know uh, needs to be addressed. Yeah. You know what I think, um, and again, I'm, I'm always excited when we talk about this issue because it's, one is personal, but it's so many things like that are going on in our schools um, with so many kids that are coming into the school, so many young people that are coming into the school and they're bringing weapons and they're shooting up schools and they're harming people or they're stabbing people and then you find out, wow, they had a mental um, health issue or they had some mix-ups in their medicines or they weren't taking it or they were never diagnosed properly or they didn't have the support system or just whatever the the um, base of the problem was, it all goes back to having some type of illness mentally. And nine times out of ten, it was something that was overlooked or wasn't mm-hmm. taken seriously, you know. And I have said for years if we would just start out with counseling in our schools, it should be a requirement that if you go to school that you automatically have a section. You know, when we're changing classes, what are you going to next? I'm going to my mental health class because Mm. I need to get my mind together. I need to know how to speak. I need to know how to open up. I need, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. If we would have those psychology classes and mental health support classes as a requirement, I guarantee you we would nip this in the bud because you have so many youth that are coming to school from broken and dysfunctional and mentally unhealthy families. So you cannot then come to school and then be functional when you're dealing with so much weight. So if we had counseling as a requirement, it would nip it in the bud from the beginning. You're in, you're in kindergarten, you're going to counseling. That's I mean, right. I think counseling is the best thing in the entire world because it allows you to be able to have a voice where a lot of times you just don't grow up having one. You just don't. Your parents are telling you, be quiet, I'm your mama, I'm your daddy, you do what I right. say. Right, and then you they're not able to address. That. That's a fantastic idea because, you know what, most times a lot of things that's coming into the schools is coming from the home. So it's well, not being most, addressed at home. All yeah, the time. All you know, Because it's coming from know. students and then it's coming from teachers and it's coming from custodians. It's coming. Everybody's bringing home because they are a representation of home into the work and the school environment. And then, you know, you have so many people that don't know how to deal with it. I know as a cosmetologist, 30 years in the business, it was required that we take psychology, required, just to do your hair or to give you a facial or give you a foot massage or a pedicure required. 
And at the time, I'm like, this makes absolutely no sense. But it does make perfect sense because you're dealing with people of all, all backgrounds. And when they sit in your chair, and whether that chair is a hairstylist chair, a barber chair, or a school chair, or work environment, you need to have some type of back, even if it's a background, even if it's small enough to go, well, this might be something that either I'm not equipped to handle, but I can recognize what it is to suggest that you need to get some additional help. Or if I'm in the field, exactly. you know, that's all I do. I'm able to say, let's let's talk this out or let's, you know, let me suggest some things that may work when you go back into this environment. So I think a lot of the things that we go through and that we, I mean, that our teams go through and that we're seeing on the campuses really would be either eliminated as a whole or really, really cut way down if we were able to see, as Miss Carolyn said, she didn't see it coming. She no, did not exactly. see it coming. You know, in exactly. my own and life. I couldn't imagine I'm, it. Mm-hmm. Right. In my own life, I'm overworked, and if, if I had not taken the time to see and to know me in certain certain um, areas, I couldn't say, hey, I feel like I'm about to have a breakdown. Well, why can I feel that? because now I recognize the triggers to push me to that point. Right. So it's imperative that we take mental illness, and it becomes an illness when you are not able to control it, when you're not able to, um, you know, just click on and click off, then it's more than just, oh, I'm just a little tired or I'm just a little agitated. No, I'm ill at this point. <laughs> At this exactly. point, I need something more than, you know, the average bear. So exactly. um, it, it, I'm just, again, it's so important what Miss Carolyn and those who are working in this line of work, um, those that are committed to people and those that are committed to helping and to reaching out, it's so critical that they are able to continue to work the work, and if we're in a position to give, to donate, to do a fundraiser, to right. have and a I was radio say, show, it to get the word out. Have to be, exactly. It doesn't always have to be um, only a monetary, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, support. Mm-hmm. You know, trust me when I tell you, um, I'm sure Miss Carolyn would be more than open to say, listen, we need, we need uh, volunteers. You know, we can um, use people to have as you know, use people as much as we can to help bring awareness to different things, Um, you know, to speak out in regards to what's going on in your life and how, like, the forum that they do on Mondays. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. You know, and it's really about a non-judgmental circle. Um, I think a lot of times people just really refrain from things because they're so afraid of judgment. Oh, Jazz, do you remember one, one time you were speaking um, to that group, and it was a group of people that were actual health, mental health uh, workers, advocates, or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and one of them actually stopped and spoke to you in reference to their own depletion. Yeah, you know, it, it's and incredible. it's amazing. And yeah. she was a supervisor. Um, she was actually over the entire a director over the in over the department, and we were speaking about our experiences, not as experts but an expert with us, 
with right. ourselves. So me as an individual, I'm telling my story of how I was misdiagnosed um, and was diagnosed with um, borderline bipolar disorder, which makes absolutely no sense. You either have it or you don't. Um, right. Then not treated for years and then going through all of these different scenarios and how I thought and how I processed and what I did on a daily basis and how I finally had a breakdown and how I would cry, cry, and cry, and just I couldn't get it together. I just could not get it together. I didn't want to live. I didn't want to really necessarily kill myself, um, although I have attempted to do that. But I didn't want to really die. I mean, I didn't want to kill myself, but I wanted to die. In other words, I wanted the pain to stop. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've now finally gotten to the point where I understand I'm not really wanting to die. I just don't want to be in pain. I don't want the weight and the overwhelmness to take me over to the point that I can't, I can barely breathe. And so I'm telling this story and I'm telling how, you know, at that time I was not on any medication. I was really working a meditative um, regimen and eating healthy and resting and taking a natural remedy that worked for me. That just was my own story. So as I was sharing that, we got finished. We had question and answer and different ones what was answering. And then from that point, after the um, session was over, the director says, I need to see you in my office. And I say, okay. And, you know, I kind of thought, well, maybe I had said too much. (laughs) And so I go to the office, and as we were walking very hurriedly to the office, and the door was not even closed before she turned crying, fell into my arms and said, help me, I don't know what to do. I am the director. If I tell them I have bipolar disorder, they're going to fire me. My medication is not working, and I don't like my therapist. So um, as Ms. Carolyn stated, it is so critical. It's so, so critical that we continue to share our stories. For a long time, I was very embarrassed. I was so afraid to say, you know, this is what I live with. This, these are my challenges. These are my breakdowns because I knew I was going to be judged. And I probably still am going to be judged. But at this point in my life, do I care about the judgment or do I care about that one person that will listen to this radio station, the one, maybe not even the 20, mm-hmm. but the one that my life and my story, Miss Carolyn's life and her story and several other people, um, people's experiences will help just one person to know you don't want to kill yourself. You don't want you just want the pain to stop and there are measures that we can offer you. There are therapists, there are people who really do care to say to you that you can overcome this and you can become a liver a liver with bipolar disorder. In other words, you live with it. You don't become it. I'm uh yeah, right, I'm, I'm right, a bipolar right. Disorder. A lot of people uh, yeah <laughs> You know, so you live with the challenges of how can you make yourself better and how can you be better not only for you but your family and then your local and global community. Living with bipolar disorder, living with um, post-traumatic stress disorder, a lot of our veterans who, you know, tomorrow's Veterans Day, a lot of our veterans live with this every day and, you know, not able to get out of bed, not able to forget the things that they saw during war and not being able to let go that they lost a whole platoon or a whole, um, you know, group of people, soldiers that they've worked with and lived with. And so it's vital 
to know that you can make it. You will make it if you take the steps to make it. Because it's still got to be your choice. Absolutely. um, You know, but you can get through it. But, yeah, she she came to me after after the session, and I just thought, wow, God, thank you. Thank you that I had the courage enough I guess I'm being cute. Is that my cue to shut up? Oh, man. I, I, no, I'm sorry about that. How about that? Beyonce's like, Where? No. Beyonce just came on in. I'm a ride or die. Okay. Oh, my God. Right? Um, but, yeah, I, I actually I want to play again, um, Miss Carolyn, since we kind of had that rude interruption of our own over here, I want to play Miss Carolyn CSA again. Um, I think it's important that it gets the uh, airplay that is uh, much, much, yes, much please. needed to be yes. heard. So uh, we'll be back and take a quick commercial break. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Hi, my name is Carolyn McKenzie. I'm founder and president of Mental Health in the African American Community. Suicide claims about 40,000 lives every year in the United States. Traditionally, African Americans have felt that suicide wasn't as much of a problem as it is in other communities. However, a pattern has emerged among African Americans that could contradict reports of low suicide rates among blacks. Mental Health in the African American Community is a national nonprofit organization based in Stockbridge, Georgia. I started this agency because my niece had a mental breakdown and stabbed me and killed herself. We are doing something. Every Monday night, we have an open discussion called Let's Talk About It. Please come check us out at 125 Eagles Landing Parkway, Suite 121B in Stockbridge, Georgia. For more information, call 770-873-4496. That's 770-873-4496. Or visit our website, mhiaac.org, mhiaac.org. Are you ready for the best pizza, wings, subs, salads, desserts, and more? Stop by Pizza Day at 5248 North Henry Boulevard in Stockbridge, Georgia, open seven days a week. Contact us for your daily lunch and dinner specials. You can like us on Facebook at It's a Pizza Day. Also, make sure you visit our website at itsapizzaday.com and order online. Delivery is also available, and if you haven't heard, let them know that you heard this on Loudmouth Radio. It takes great content and the right media branding mix to deliver a great service. Here at Loudmouth Radio Network, we intend on doing both and exceeding our own expectations. Advertising on loudmouthradio.com provides you a cost-effective vehicle to brand your business repeatedly, providing you packages that consistently announce your business without breaking the bank. Despite the traditional high price tag that traditional radio brings, it makes sense to become a media partner with Loudmouth Radio that provides you an already built-in multimedia campaign to push your brand out. Make sure you contact us today, and any of our specialists with Loudmouth Media Brand will be able to help you get out further. Contact us today at 706-363-3895. And don't forget, visit us online at loudmouthradio.com.
You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We took that little quick commercial break, and you have been listening to Loudmouth Radio, and we have been live tonight uh, in November, and it's a beautiful wintry evening. Um, <laughs> okay, it's still fall. It's still fall. We had a little winter feeling last week, but it's like it's fall. It ain't really, really winter. But you know what? I'm appreciative of the fact that it's about 50 degrees right now. So, listen, I know that you've been enjoying this broadcast, and we have had an opportunity to speak with Ms. Carolyn McKenzie with the mental health in the African-American community. And as you can see, she's an advocate in her community for doing what she's doing, and she's been actively working on her Let's Talk About It night, which is actually going on right now. And what we're going to do is actually going to conclude this actual uh, segment tonight and uh, have another opportunity to bring more information about mental health in the African-American community and their events. But make sure you visit them online at MHA. Um, look, I don't forget the latest website. Just that fast. You, you know, this is when you already know it's time for you to get off air. <laughs> but it's MHIAAC.org. And um, make sure you reach out to this organization. Uh, there's a lot of initiatives that they have that they are really stimulating into the community. Um, and it's imperative that, you know, we take a leadership role in the community and make uh, more awareness and, you know, let people know that the stigmas and all the untruths and the judgments are not important. It's more important that we have a healthier life and that we get help. Um, I'm tired. Guys, when I tell you, I don't even... I'm not big one. I'm not big on um, watching the news because I just don't like the way it makes me feel. You know, unfortunately, being a media personality and having to have a, a ear to the ground, um, I do try to stay connected as much as I can with different things. But if I was to just totally do, you know, dwell into everything that's transpiring, I'll be ready to jump off a cliff. That's just how much mental illness has um, this really became a forefront issue from a global sense. And I'm glad that more people are speaking out about it versus trying to swoop it under the rug and pretend like it's not a real epidemic. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, Jazz, before we went to that uh, deeper commercial break, she was speaking on, you know, really instilling maybe more opportunities in the schools um, because, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't become an issue until something detrimentally happens when a student takes their life or they come in and stab somebody or they do something to the extremity that the people are, like, raising their eyebrows and saying, how did this happen? How did it get to this point? Well, we got to take more time and pay attention to things that's going on and make it more of a responsibility to keep check on things. But it all starts with ourselves. We have to learn to to stop and slow down. Sometimes we're doing too much. We don't know how to say that this is overwhelming me. I can't handle it. My wife has taught me much greater how to say, you know, slow down or, you know, this is overwhelming me. I need to take a step back. Even today I was working on some stuff, working with our clients and working on some campaigns, and I was getting frustrated, and I was ready to throw the computer out the window, man. It was just giving me that much um, of a feeling of overwhelming, but it was, you know, sometimes you need to take a break and um, step away from it. So I, I recommend that, you know, that you, you start paying attention to your, to the people around you, whether you're at work, um, you're at church, you know, sometimes just a hug can give somebody a feeling of knowing that it's okay and um, that they're not alone. So again, you know, if you have just come into this episode and this actual broadcast, 
Um, it will be available for archives in probably the next 10, 15 minutes. You can listen to us live directly um, whenever we broadcast directly to you on blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. But you can archive our shows directly on our website at loudmouthradio.com. And we're also on TuneIn Radio again. Make sure I, I can't share that enough how important that is for us as a network to be plugged in with over 50 million active uh, listeners. On a fantastic app, TuneIn Radio is available for you to look us up at Loudmouth Radio. Make sure you put two Ds in for Loudmouth. And we're also on Stitcher. So if you guys are riding around with your higher-end vehicles, we're in Atlanta, most people around here balling in their own thoughts. Okay. Anyway, so if you have the uh, nice dashboard where you have the actual app right in your dashboard, you can listen to us also on Stitcher and on iTunes. So it has been a wonderful evening. As always, we're so blessed to be able to broadcast. And make sure you connect with us. Um, Stay with us as we get prepared for our 100th episode, our 100th broadcast. Tonight makes 96, I believe. So we're um, getting very, very close. And um, also, if you guys are in the metro Atlanta area, stop through at Pizza Day. They're having an awesome community week kicking off tomorrow with the Veterans Day. Veterans and teens coming together. And I think this is a great piece. Uh, Jazzy spearheading this piece. Um, Pizza Day has come on as a great marketing client with us, and we've been helping them to get them up. They're online. we got their website up at itsapizzaday.com. But this particular thing is awesome because it allows vets who deal with so many different things on a day-to-day basis, what we recognize as war. And these teens are out here dealing with their own warfare on the street. So I think it's so important to bring two different levels of minds. Yes, we're actually going to have Woodland High School and Starbridge come in and talk to some veterans at Pizza Day tomorrow. And their track and field team is uh, coming in. They're doing a great fundraiser working with Pizza Day. Um, So we want to recognize Coach Stokes and his new team is coming up for the 2014-2015 season. And uh, we know it's important that these young people have some support. So that's going to be a great initiative. We're really excited. And that's going to go from five to nine. And then for the rest of the week, come in and have an opportunity. We want some good food. It's very economical. They do deliver if you're within a 10-mile radius. You can go right onto their website and do that. And then on Thursday, I got to invite you out for the open mic mixer, live off radio. We're going to do a live broadcast. We're going to get it in and have an opportunity to speak to our people that's coming in there into the actual Pizza Day restaurant. So that's going to be some fun. So if you're a spoken word, if you love comedy, if you do these things, make sure you hit us up and show up. And uh, they're located at 5248 North Henry Boulevard in Starbridge, uh, not even a mile away from the Walmart in Starbridge. So we're going to conclude this tonight, and uh, we're going to give you some more taste of that black coffee. And um, you have a blessed day with DJ Black Coffee, and always be your Superman.
You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. 